Welcome to Focus on Success with Fazia Costi. Our program is designed to help you with executive function challenges. Our guest experts offer perspective, experience, and ideas to improve different aspects of your life. Now, here is your host, Fazia Costi. Hi, welcome. I'm Fazia Costi, and today we have a fantastic guest. Her name is Samantha Jones, and she's a little different as far as uh, what she does is a little different, I, I guess I should say, from most of our guests. But um, I definitely think she can find a way to help us be more successful in our lives. Uh, Samantha, uh, since Samantha was a young child, she could communicate with animals in ways others couldn't. She knew things and had visions of things to come. After the passing of her mother in 2004, Samantha built a strong relationship with the spirit world, eventually opening her medium and psychic abilities, connecting people to their loved ones on the other side, bringing the gap between people and animals, and helping people better navigate life. For just a few ways, Samantha helps her clients live happier, healthier, and more prosperous lives. Samantha strives every day to show people the beauty of the universe we live in and hopes to make a big enough impact to change the world. In addition to being a psychic medium and animal communicator, Samantha is also a Reiki master, certified spiritual coach, energy healer, and aspiring writer. She co-hosts a weekly podcast with her husband, Danny. Um, in their, their one-hour-long uh, listener interactive podcast, Samantha and Danny discuss all things metaphysical, spiritual, and philosophical. Together, Samantha and Danny try to help people along their spiritual journeys to bring more peace and love into their lives. Samantha lives in Southern California with her husband, Danny, 17-year-old stepdaughter, Marina, two Great Danes, and a Labrador retriever. <clears throat> Excuse me. In her spare time, Samantha enjoys hiking, dancing, and traveling as often as she can. She is also a self-proclaimed Disney nerd and loves her Los Angeles Kings. So welcome to the show, Samantha Jones. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I, I'm actually really excited to have you on the show today because b before the show, we were talking and uh, I, I was when I met you, I wasn't quite sure if you would fit into my radio show. And, and as I was thinking it, as I was thinking about things while you and I were talking about something else, it reminded me of how this is, a you know, we're spiritual beings and I think a lot of times people really focus on that, but in their private lives, not publicly. They don't talk about going to see a psychic, but yet they go see a psychic. And so you probably can talk a little bit more about that <laughs> as we move yeah. forward. But let's talk a little bit about you. Is there anything that I missed in your bio that you'd like to uh, share with our listeners? Oh, gosh, you covered so much of it there. Uh, let me see what else I can tell you. Uh, so really my big thing, like I am a psychic and I can tell you your future or I can, I can do all that, but that's not my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal is to help people to live better lives with the information that I give them. So if I'm telling you something like, I see that you have career changes coming up in the future, but you're going to be like worried about those and, and not go that way. I can tell people go that way because that's, that's a successful route. That's just a minor, you know, Detail, detail. Of, of what I do. Yeah. But that's really like my, my main goal and animals. 
animals are huge for me. That's probably what, the most important thing in my life. Um, I want to teach people how to interact better with their animals. There's a language barrier, obviously, but people think it's just because animals can't speak that they're stupid, but they speak a language that we aren't even so much smart enough to speak. They speak telepathy. So I have to interpret for them. So I want to, with my abilities, be able to give as many animals better lives as I possibly can and help their owners and everything in between. Yeah, thank you. And I, and I think a lot of people can identify that, identify with that because they have dogs and they have cats and they have birds and they have these relationships with this animal that they really don't speak the same language, but yet they are probably some of the best relationships they have. Yes. Which I think is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely fascinating. Um, So tell me a little bit about how did you learn about your abilities? Because I've known quite a few psychics in my lifetime and, you know, they all have a unique story. What's your story? How did how did you learn that you had these abilities? Sure. You know, I really didn't know what they were until I was an adult, but the first instance that I remember of my abilities is I had a dachshund named Ripple and Ripple, I was about seven years old and Ripple was pregnant and I had a bunch of friends over and we were playing and Ripple kept getting in the way and I was really worried about her. And so I just said to her in my head, I just said, go to your doghouse. I'm worried about you. I don't want you to get injured, you know, that kind of thing. And she did exactly that. She turned around and walked to her doghouse. And I was like, what, (laughs) like what just happened? Right. And I, I had a lot of those types of things throughout my childhood. I also had uh, visions like there was a fire that we had once in my city, and, and I had a dream about that a while before it happened. Um, my mother had a miscarriage, and I knew she had a miscarriage before she even told me, but I didn't even know what a miscarriage was because I was like eight. Right. So it was things like that that happened in my childhood, but I didn't think that that really made me psychic or an animal communicator or anything like that. But then... As I got into adulthood, I started working with animals more and started opening up those abilities and learned what they were and started doing that professionally, but never put two and two together that like an animal communicator and a psychic could be the same thing. And then, you know, like you had had said in my bio, uh, my mother passed very suddenly and it was life changing for the, for the negative for probably the first five years. I was in such a deep depression. I couldn't pull myself out of it, but I saw the signs everywhere that my mom was around. It was just so clear that she was there. And once I pulled myself out of that, they really started getting stronger. And then about, that was, uh, let's see, 2018, I think it was. I had met this lady who was a a psychic herself. And my mom and my grandma came to her and said that I, I should open these abilities up. And so I started working on that. I went on Facebook groups and, and did a bunch of things like that to open them up and then um, started looking at people in my husband's photo albums, people that I had never met because they had died before my husband and I had even met. And things just started coming out of my mouth that I didn't know where they were coming from. So you knew things it, about them that you were not told. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. It was unbelievable. I was in shock with myself and thought, what's, you know, what's happening. Mm -hmm. And that was about five years ago. And since then I've just opened these up. I work, I work so hard every day to try and learn more how to be a better psychic and and medium and animal communicator. And, uh, but it came kind of out of nowhere. I wasn't really expecting to spend my life as a psychic, to be really honest with you. 
Well, I, I truly believe everyone has this gift. I think we call it intuition. Yes. And we we know when things are right or we know when things are not right for us. We we know when someone's not being good to us or someone shouldn't be in our lives. I mean, we know so much already with instinct, yes. but we can't identify it. And I think it's the same thing. It's just more developed. Yes, you're absolutely right. We all have those moments where it's like, we'll think of somebody and then the phone rings and it's them. That's right. intuition, but people don't realize that. And it is really just expanding on that. And instead of like just having that happen, I have things like that happen to me all day, just little bits and pieces of what's coming in the day or, you know, what my friends are doing or whatever, you know, it's right. just random things. It, and it is, we all have it. We just have to develop it. Absolutely. Yeah. How did you develop yours? Like, what did you do specifically that helped you develop your skill set? Well, first I had to learn how to meditate. That was something that I had a hard time at first. And I know a lot of people have a hard time with that. Uh, But once you learn to do that and you learn to quiet your own mind, then you can hear the messages that are coming in better. Because if I don't do that, then the messages coming in can be choppy or they can be just one word. I get a lot clearer details when I meditate. So learning to meditate was really, really important. Then I had to practice. And that I do every single day. Even if I don't have paid readings, I have a free reading group on Facebook and I practice every single day because it's so important at keeping your abilities going. Um, And I had probably one of the things that people find the most interesting is that I had to change myself. I had to go through a spiritual awakening and a complete metamorphosis of who I was as a person. I am... I don't know how to explain it, but I have a different level of peace. I don't let things upset me the way that they used to. I see the big picture and everything. So I had to go through this change and my mother guided me through it. But I don't think that I could do my job the way that I'm doing it now if I wouldn't have gone through that change and that spiritual awakening. Right. Well, that's really fascinating. Um, What is the biggest misconception about your job? There's a lot of misconceptions, <laughs> I'm sure, that, that you could. Um, I, I think that probably one of the biggest things is that, that people want to think that psychics know everything. I get some really weird messages sometimes from people, like testing my abilities. What am I thinking? <laughs> you know, or, things like that. If you're really psychic, you would know I was going to ask this next question, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Or you would know what the lottery numbers are right. or what, what my phone number is. And it does not work that way. The information that I have is information that the universe gives me that is, there's a reason for it. It's right. not just random. Well, sometimes it is random nonsense, but there's or usually a reason. at least it feels random. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it usually doesn't turn out to be. But yeah, it's um, very specific information that's used to help people. A lot of times I won't get things like I didn't, I knew that something like COVID was coming, but I didn't know exactly what it was. And that is so that I don't panic because if I would have known that there was something like that coming, but have not have had a lot of details, I might've panicked. So they don't give me those kinds of details. One of the things that I'm the worst with predicting, and I just tell people I don't do it is the sex of babies because I, I, every single time I get it wrong. And so I have to like ask myself, why is that? I think we're just not supposed to know. I think we're supposed to find out when it happens. And so the, the psychic isn't supposed to tell you, but man, I am 100% wrong <laughs> about that every time. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, I would say that's probably the biggest thing is that we know everything or that we should know everything because that, that's just not how it works. Right, right. Um, but what is the difference between a psychic, a medium, and an animal communicator? Or is there a difference? There, There is actually. You can be one or you can be all of them, kind of. I'll explain. An animal communicator works with animals. Uh, it doesn't have to be past animals. It can just be living. I know a lot of animal communicators don't work with animals that have passed on. And then psychic is somebody that does things like tell you your future, um, tell you about what you've been through in the past, about your energy. They, they can read all of that. A medium is somebody that connects to the psychic or to the spirit world. So we have that connection to people that have passed on. And from what I've heard and what I've read, you can be a psychic and not a medium, but you can't be a medium and not a psychic. So if you can talk to the other side, then you have those psychic abilities already. But a lot of people choose not to talk to the spirit world. And I understand that. And so they just choose to keep their psychic abilities and that's it. But that's what I mean by you don't have to have them all. Interesting. I just have them all. I'm very happy to. Yeah. Or maybe you have the ability, but you choose not to use it. You're right. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's usually more the case. Yeah. yeah, I can, but I don't want to. (laughs) Or you don't believe it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, people don't believe it. And if you don't believe that you can talk to an animal that's passed away, then you're not going to be able to. So, yeah, I I agree with you. Absolutely. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. I, I appreciate the difference. Um, how do messages come to you? Like when you are, uh, can you describe like a session for me? Like uh, say you have somebody come to you. Um, what does a session look like? What, what, how do the messages come to you? That's a great do you question. Hear them? Do you so, see them? Do you feel them? What, what does it look like? So with our psychic abilities, just like we have the other senses, like the seeing, the feeling, hearing all that, we also have those as psychic senses. So I have all my all those psychic senses. Some people don't use them all, but I do. I use I use all of mine. Um, a, a session, like let's say that I was going to do a session with somebody that had an animal that uh, had passed, I would get a picture of the animal and the animal's name, and then what I do from that is I connect to the pet and I uh, tell the person anything that the animal gives me. Usually, it's about themselves, things that they like to do, and when from the animals, a lot of times what I get are pictures. So I'll actually have visions. It's funny. They come out of like my left eye. They never come out of my right eye. All of a sudden in my left eye, I just have this picture of whatever the animal is doing. Uh, Sometimes I will hear them. They will just say words or sentences. That happens more with the spirits. And when I'm doing psychic messages and I get those from the universe as well, the animals tend to send pictures. The feelings are are very interesting. I will all of a sudden just, I can't describe it. I just feel something. I just can say, I just feel this is going to happen or I feel this has happened. I may not have seen it. I didn't hear it. I just feel it. Mm. Some of the other senses that are really cool is the smell. Like I will get random smells and uh, that's wild. Like spirits. <laughs> Especially from that. dogs because they love Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Food. Yeah. The very first time that happened to me, Um, I was doing a reading. I was just learning about my abilities. And I was telling this girl, I was talking to her grandma. I was telling her that her grandma missed her so much and uh, that she missed watching movies with her. And all of a sudden, I smelt this popcorn. And I was like, why am I smelling the popcorn? Because the movies, they watched movies together once Uh a week. And it was like the smell from the The popcorn to 
Right. Exactly. Exactly. So that happens to me sometimes too, but uh, yeah, it comes in a lot of different ways. Spirits, they like to play. I like, I say they play games, but it's like charades kind of, it's like they (laughs) will just give me a word or show me something and make me put a puzzle together. And, and yeah, but that's kind of of fun. Oh, how, how many different ways can you communicate with you know, um, the spirit world, Do you, is it always just getting the visions or the smells or in the feelings? Or do you sometimes, you know, get other signs as well? Oh, gosh, the signs are amazing. Um, that's what actually really brought me to this was the signs. Tell us, that, tell us about that. Yeah, sure. So th- probably a few of the first things that I noticed were numbers and music. Um, my mother started sending me songs that related to our relationship. When she died, Hoobastink, The Reason was a big song. And I was hearing it all the time. And sometimes when I would hear it, I would get this overwhelming sense of just needing to cry. And I was seeing 13. She died on the 13th of April. And she hated the number 13. And I was seeing it everywhere. And I was like, I, going crazy. I don't want to see 13 because it reminds me of her. But then I realized that these were things that she was sending to tell me that she was around. And the very first sign that I had actually was actually a sign. It was a billboard. I was (laughs) headed to her funeral. And on the side of the freeway, there was a billboard that said, for a good sign, call Linda. It was for an advertising company. But my mother's name is Linda. Oh, that's funny. I was... I was just in awe after that. I was like, how, how is this possible? And over the years, the signs have just gotten to the point where I can live a great deal of my life based on the signs, based on the numbers I see, the songs I hear, the, the, the birds, the, all kinds of things. Nature is a huge one they like to send, birds and lizards and, and all kinds of things. But uh, the universe, these are the ways that they try to communicate with us because we, for the most part, don't want to open up that, that psychic side. And so that's there. That's there for everybody. It's just that most people don't see it. And right, the more that right. you, you, more you accept it and the more you use it, the more it happens. And it's absolutely amazing. That is amazing. Can you tell us any stories about your clients that maybe they came into you more skeptical and as they talk to you, they became more of a believer? You know, that's a good question. I am very, very lucky because most of the people that come to me are believers. Uh, They find me in places where it's like my, my reading group on Facebook or the podcast, things like that, that bring them to me. And so I am very lucky to not have a lot of skeptics that come to me. Um, when I do, like I had one, okay, I'll give you this example a few weeks ago. I had this lady that messaged me and she's actually a famous author. And so I got a little bit nervous about reading for her because I want to be an author. And so I thought, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm going to read for one. Maybe she can, we can talk and stuff. I start telling her all these things about her dog and she, I can just tell that she's just not, she's not buying it. She's not having it. And I'm like, but I know I'm connected to the dog. Like I feel it. I, I know right. I'm having a good day. Everything's fine. Uh, and then the next dog that she had me talk to, I told her that this dog had an issue with the feet, with the nails and that they needed to keep the dog's nails trimmed because they were hitting the ground and causing shooting pains into the feet. She didn't, didn't buy it. So the reading was not good. The next day I received an email from her that the, the dog with the feet, that was her, her daughter's dog. 
So she oh. didn't know about the nails. And so when she brought it up to her daughter, her daughter was like, oh my gosh, the nails are absolutely horrific. I didn't even think about that because they were ready to put this dog to sleep because of the way it was walking. So just uh, me being able to tell him to trim the nails and that's going to fix it helped that dog to not be put down. But she really, uh, she just wasn't buying it at first. I don't know what, what it was, but the other thing that we discovered, well, she discovered was that every single thing that I told her about the first dog related to her daughter's other dog. So I was reading the daughter's other dog because I had read the one with the bad feet. Now that happens every once in a while. I've only had that happen maybe three or four times in the whole time that I've done this job. But the fact that she came back to me and was really cool about it and nice and said, you were 100% accurate. It, it was my fault. Just was the wrong very, dog. <laughs> yeah, the wrong dog. Exactly. It's but it like that dog had to come through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there were issues. reasons. No, that's exactly what it was. And a lot of times that will happen. Like if I'm connecting to an animal that's passed or even a, a spirit that's passed, somebody else, another dead animal or, or person will come in and take over that conversation. Usually I feel that. Usually I know that I'm like, wait, we have to stop because there's somebody else that wants to talk first. But this one, I really honestly had no idea, but I'm still learning a lot about my abilities too. So if there was something in there that I should have picked up to tell me it was the other dog, I, I didn't. But the fact yeah. that it, it was, was, you know, it's still pretty and cool there to may, me. That there may happened. not have been anything to tell you. It may have just been, you get what you yeah. get. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's fascinating. Yeah. How, how yeah. long have you been doing this? Well, for the animals, professionally, I've been doing it uh, since about, 2001 I, I want to say and then for psychics and and medium work I've been doing that for about five years okay do you um how, how do you get your clients most of my clients find me through my free reading group on Facebook they will do a search like on Facebook for psychics or whatever, and then they'll find me. And the reason I have this group is because I think that it gives people an opportunity to see what a psychic actually does without buying the reading. Um, they can post one free uh, question for a free question in my group, uh, animal, psychic, or spirit. And so once I show them that I can connect to them or to the, the spirit or animal, then they go, okay, I, I want to have a reading from this person. Mm -hmm. So that's probably the main way. Our podcast is another way I get a lot of uh, new clients from that as well. Let, let's talk a little bit about your, your podcast. Uh, tell yeah. me about your podcast. So the podcast is a, is an interesting story. Um, I didn't, I'm going to be really honest. I didn't want to do a podcast. Neither did my husband. <laughs> we were really Isn't like, that how no, they all no. start off. <laughs> I, I think so. Um, I don't know why we just, we just didn't, I was really very, very shy at the time. If you go back and listen to like the first couple episodes of our podcast, they're pretty bad because I was really, really shy, but it's helped me in a lot of ways. Um, but that was my mother's idea and I kept feeling it, kept feeling the push. You've got to do the podcast. So finally we decided to do it and it's evolved into something that we absolutely are so proud of and love so much. And we have great listeners. We talk about all kinds of things. Right now we're doing a series that's about self-improvement and awareness. And we're what talking. Did, what is your podcast called for those who oh, are I'm sorry. It's called Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> oh no, no, that's okay. I just wanted to make sure if anyone wants to listen to it, they have they know what it's called. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So where was I? Um, well, let me get into what we talked about. Sorry, I lost my, my train of thought. Sorry. There. Oh yeah, the series that we're doing right now. That's okay. Um, the series we're doing right now is a lot about, we're doing like self-care and, and dealing with childhood trauma, anything like that. Um, because my husband and I both have a lot of childhood trauma and we've discovered that this is a lot of why we are the way that we are. And the unhappiness that has followed us in areas of our lives has been because of childhood trauma. So we're trying to help people to, um, to learn how to get over that, to work on that, do things like shadow work and inner child work. And so we talk a lot about those types of things. We also do series sometimes about things like, um, you know, the pyramids and, and the Bermuda Triangle and the Philadelphia Experiment. We've done all those things. We have 175 episodes already behind us. So there's a wow. lot there. We talk about grief. We talk about animals, everything that you can imagine. That's wonderful. Yeah, I I love the podcast and I love our listeners. It's, yeah. And you do this podcast with your husband? Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. And, and, um, yeah, that's pretty awesome. So tell me a little bit about the book you're trying to write. Yes, my book. Um, I have said my entire life I'm going to write a book and I, I honestly didn't know why. But the book I'm writing is, it's an autobiography or it could be a memoir, I guess. It's mostly about the time between when my mother passed away and now, or when the book is finished, the things that have happened along the way, the miracles, the struggles. I have been through so much that I I couldn't even tell you in in an hour. Um, Amazing stories that people could, would never even imagine were possibly true. So my book is about all those things, but really the point of the book is to show people how we can communicate with the universe and also how learning to communicate with the universe, going through that spiritual awakening can help us to be better people and to live happier lives. Wow. Well, when you do write that book, you can come back on the show and we would would be happy to to interview. Yeah. Happy to do that interview. Uh, Absolutely. I think it sounds fascinating. And and I, I love books that talk about how, you know, you've taken those challenges and you've made them into something positive because I tell my clients all the time, you're exactly the way you're meant to be. So those challenges that you're having are meant to teach you something so that you can move forward in life and use them to do something good. But you just have to figure out the puzzle, right? Yes, exactly. That's exactly right. And that's what I want to help people do. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I think that's fantastic. How can people uh, get in touch with you? Should they want to... um, have maybe a reading or uh, sure. chat with you. Um, I know your website is Samantha Jones, psychic medium.com. Is there another way they can connect with you as well? Yes. You can find me on all social media. I'm that for Facebook, it is at beyond the bridge 11 for Instagram. It's Samantha Jones, psychic medium. And then I also have a TikTok, which is beyond the bridge 11 as well. So you can find me on any of those and also the podcast, which is on all podcast platforms. Again, it's spiritual philosophy chatter with the Joneses. I've tried to make it easy where if you search spiritual Joneses, you can find it because I know nobody's going to really know how to spell philosophy chatter. So can they look it up just with your name, Samantha Jones? Yes, they should be. And, it, okay. and it's on the website as well. Yeah. And my blog is there. And yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So, yeah, no, I think that's fascinating. And I, and I really um, appreciate the fact that you're willing to share so much of your, 
personal journey with our um, with our listeners. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, we're going to talk a little bit after the break. Uh, but if you're looking to get in touch with me, you can go to executivefunctioncoachaz.com. Uh, on my website, you can look at our podcast for this show. You can also subscribe to our Executive Function magazine. If you have not subscribed, our next issue comes out uh, October 10th. So our it's our fourth issue. We will have uh, completed a full year of magazine publications. So I'm very excited about that. So if you'd like to be on our list um, and get a copy of that, please make sure you go and subscribe. Once you subscribe, make sure you click on the email and confirm your subscription. Otherwise, you will not receive a copy. Um, you can go also to our YouTube channel and look at previous behind the scenes videos. Um, so we are really excited to um, have all of you as our listeners, because without you, the show would not happen. So thank you very much. We'll be back after these messages and we will talk some more with Samantha Jones, Medium Psychic. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are struggling with organization, time management, or other executive functions, Fawzi Acosti is ready to put you on the path to success. Visit ExecutiveFunctionCoachAZ.com. Fawzi works with in-person clients at her Phoenix, Arizona office or with clients anywhere across the country remotely. Mention that you heard this ad from the Focus on Success radio show and receive a free initial consultation with Fazia, plus $50 off an intake evaluation, a $300 value. Visit executivefunctioncoachaz.com or call 480-648-1122. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Now means so much more today. The time to unite business-savvy entrepreneurs to a higher level is happening. Are you going to move forward or stay put? Are you willing to step up and ignite together? The answers can be found on Now Women Ignite with host Karen Wright. Karen shares her knowledge and journey along with those other amazing guests who have found success while moving along their life paths. Tune in monthly for new episodes on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Focus on Success. To reach Fazia Costi or her guest on the live show, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Fazia at executivefunctioncoachaz.com. Now, back to Focus on Success. Hi, I'm Fazia Costi. Welcome back. Today, we are talking to Samantha Jones, 
and uh, she is a psychic medium and animal communicator. So welcome back to the show, Samantha. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you on the show today. And before we get started back on some questions, I just wanted to make sure everyone can uh, have the information about you. So let's go ahead and just talk a little bit about your your website, which is samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. Um, and then your podcast, please tell everybody what that's called again. Yes, it's Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. And you can find that on social media by searching Spiritual Joneses and on the podcast platforms as well. Try to make that easy. Perfect. And then you've got a book coming up. And then you've also got a new radio show, which we didn't talk about it before the break. What is your new radio show about? Yes, the radio show I'm very excited about. I'm going to be right after you on, awesome. on Wednesdays at 10 o'clock. Uh, my show is called Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. And what that means, Beyond the Bridge is kind of a way. So when we talk about animals, right, they go to the Rainbow Bridge when they pass. Right. So the show Beyond the Bridge is about what happens after that. What happens beyond the bridge when we die, when we go to the other side? What is that all about? What's the universe about? I'm going to have guests that um, I, I'm so excited about. One of them is a medium that I've known since the very beginning of my journey, who's also lost her mother. And we're going to talk about grief of losing a parent like that. There's a, a tarot reader on uh, TikTok, Mystic Molly. She's going to come on the show. I, it's going to be very exciting. I'm very excited for it. But yeah, that'll be starting um, November. I, gosh. I think it's the 14th. It's a Wednesday in November. Yeah. I think it's the third Wednesday. But yeah. Well, congratulations anyway, so that's, that's on that. Show. Yeah. Thank you. It's so exciting. Yeah. I, well, you should be. You've got wonderful things happening for you. I mean, I, I think this is what happens when you're on the right path in life. You Everything kind of happens the way it's supposed to. Right. Um, yeah. I want to shift direction a little bit and talk about empowerment. Um how do you use your abilities to help people live their best lives? How, how do you shift gears from just telling them, here's what's happening or here's what I see to actually showing them how to use that information? You know, it came very naturally to me. And I've been to a lot of psychics in my life. I'm going to say upwards of 50, possibly more. Wow. And I don't know that I've ever had one that has taken the information that they've given me and tried to help me with it. So that is just something that really happens naturally. When I'm talking to somebody and I see the big picture of what's going on in their life, in their relationship, I get a lot of relationship readings. If I see that this is like an abusive relationship and the person is just stuck and they really don't want to get out of it or they do, but they don't know how, I can give them whatever messages the universe has and mm -hmm. I pass those on. When I would get love readings uh, in the past from psychics, a lot of times they would just tell me what I wanted to hear. And I didn't like that because you really are looking for guidance. When somebody comes to a psychic, they are looking for guidance for whatever it is. And to just tell them whatever they want to hear to me isn't really, it's not the way to go. That's not how we're supposed to use our abilities. Yeah, that's not but, guidance. No, it's not. But I'm a light worker. And, and what that means is that I'm kind of like an employee for the universe. I do their job. I, yes, I get paid by my clients, but I get paid better by the universe. Um, not just money, but different things that I get that improve my life. 
just really random things like concert tickets or money off of something, just random checks that come in the mail. It, whatever it is, it's, I do something good and I get something good. And, and by doing that, I can help people to see that that's the law of attraction and that that's how it goes. But anyways, as a light worker, I can use my abilities in lots of ways. Things that I don't even really, I don't even think I've started working on yet that I'm still learning about, but I can help people with their grief. That's, Mm -hmm. that's huge because I stuck in that grief after my mom passed for so long. And I really want to help people that have been through a loss like that or are feeling that kind of loss to not get stuck because the other side, their loved ones, they don't want them to be stuck like that. They want us to live our best lives and be happy. And so that's what the universe tells me to give them. And that's what I give them. And I, and I love being able to do that. That's, that's wonderful. Um, have you had a lot of success with improving people's lives and their relationships with animals? Yes. I'm sure is, you've worked with other people, but how about the animals? Yeah. yeah. This is one of my favorite things to do. I'll be really honest. Um, I love helping people that have animals that have behavioral issues or whatever they have going on. Like somebody mm-hmm. that's just adopted an animal and doesn't understand why they do the behaviors that they do or if the animal is just not adjusting, whatever, whatever the situation is, I love being able to help in those situations. And for me, what I do is I can connect to this animal. And like, let's say it's an animal that, like I said, has been adopted and they're really nervous. They don't know what's what's going on, where they are, what's happening. A lot of times these animals want to know why they were given up, why they were put up for adoption. They're afraid they've done something wrong. So I can give them that information if the person has it, if they know. If not, I usually just tell them something like, don't worry, you know, it's okay. Whatever you did, it's behind you and, and, and you're in a loving home. And I give them lots of reassurance that this is a loving home. And the amount of people that come back to me and tell me that their animal has done the behavior that I've asked or has corrected whatever's going on, has calmed down. Um, it's the, yeah, almost everybody that I do these readings for has that kind of success. And it's That's so awesome. wonderful. Yeah, I, I love it so much. I love to be able to help the animals like that and the people because we don't know what they need. If if we're just, you know, a normal person that can't talk to them like I can, how do you expect to know what they need? So it's, yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Do you have any specific stories you could share with us? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, actually, it, it's interesting. I still doing bird grooming. I used to do pet sitting and bird grooming. And then when I started doing this, I, I gave up the pet sitting, but there's nobody else in my area that does mobile bird grooming. So a couple of days ago, actually, I went out to do this bird groom and there were two birds in the cage and one was in the nesting box and they said they never see her. She never, ever, ever comes out. And so I took the boy out and I groomed him And I was talking to her while I was grooming him, trying to get her to come out. And I turned around and she was out of the box and I took her out of the cage and I pet her and I showed the people she stepped up on my fingers and now they can, they can work with her and they can actually have a bird. And it's because I was able to talk to her and tell her these people are okay. They're not going to hurt you. She'd only been there for a couple of years and, and there was never like a bonding, you know, yeah. it, it happens a lot actually with birds. What kind uh, of birds? I had another, uh, these were eclectus, a male and a female eclectus. Okay. Um, so that, that was a, a wonderful way of being able to help. I had another lady recently 
that had a horse. I can't remember exactly what the situation was, but this horse had been, um, horses get moved around a lot, a lot. And so this horse had been moved from house to house to house and was doing whatever kind of like, you know, the work that they do in the ring. I'm not real familiar with it, but this horse, I remember he didn't want to do what she was telling him to do, or that's what she thought. So when I talked to him, I explained exactly what she wanted him to do. And I said, next time you go out there, and I do this a lot, next time you go out or you're in this situation, let me know and I will talk to the horse when you go out there. So she did that. Right before she went out, I talked to the horse. I explained exactly what she wanted for the first time in like months that she had had this horse. He did exactly what she wanted him to do. And how that is not an isolated. How? Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's telepathic. So mm-hmm. it's all in my head. Um, usually what happens is I look at a picture and then I can, I, I just feel them. I don't really know how to explain it. It's almost like a click, kind of like dialing a telephone and the person answers. You just start to feel their energy, feel all of the things that makes them who they are. And that's what goes with people and spirits as well. You just get all of that information. Right. And then what I do is I take, I give pictures. So like this lady that was telling me what the horse needed to do, I had her send me a video. I watched the video and then I showed it to him in my head. I showed him exactly what he was supposed to do. Uh, In other cases, he did it. He did exactly what I wanted him to do. But yeah, that's pictures are the best way with animals. They understand the words, but you know, things randomly, like um, if my dogs look like they're going to go after a bee or something. I can picture in my head that that bee might sting them and hurt them. And then they back off. (laughs) So it's, it's, yeah. Pictures work the best for animals. That's wild. Yeah. Absolutely wild. Um, So since you connect with the universe so often, what is the best piece of advice you've received from the universe? Oh, I have received so many pieces of advice from the universe every day. I get some, so I'll give you some of my best ones. All right, um, let's hear I, it. Okay. Um, so I think the main thing is that they want us to know that this life is here for us to make whatever we want out of it, to do whatever we want with it. We are not supposed to sit here and be miserable or be in a job that we hate or live a life that we are just not into living. Because even though like it depends on what you believe, I believe in reincarnation. I believe that we have infinite number of lives but we only have one of this life. So we have to make every day count. We have to do good, be a good person, spread the peace and love, treat people with respect. That's what the universe wants us to do. And when we do those things, they reward us. We will, our lives will go smoother. When we do the things that we're supposed to do, life goes smoother. So those two things really following your dreams. uh, I want to go back to that for a second. We all if you don't know what yours is yet, or maybe you do and you just, I don't know, haven't really looked into it too much. We all have natural gifts. This is my natural gift. My husband, he's an artist and a musician, and he is naturally talented at that. Everybody has something. And and the universe has told me many times that that's what we're supposed to be doing. Whatever we're drawn to, that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're not supposed to sit in an office and hate our job and go to work and be miserable and come home and live for the weekends. We're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to do what makes us happy, but we're also supposed to be good people. That is very, very important. That's something that 
I, like I said, I went through the spiritual awakening and now everything that I do, I think about before I do it, how can I improve somebody's life? What, what is this? If I say this to somebody, how's it going to make them feel? If I don't feel like it's going to make them feel good, I try and word it a different way. That's what the universe wants us to do. Just be good and be happy. I think those are some of the most amazing messages that I've received. So what advice would you give people who maybe are not living their life purpose? Maybe they're so miserable and unhappy that they can't even figure out what makes them happy. That's a really good question. This, I think that kind of journey, and I've been on that. My husband and I both have been on that. We were in jobs that we weren't happy with and we had to face that and move on. And it was very, very scary. Fear is probably the biggest thing that holds us back from doing the things that we want to do or that we should be doing. We have to release that fear. I don't know what it is if that we think that there's like some magic thing that's going to fall out of the sky that's just going to magically make <laughs> us feel better and, and show us how to live a wonderful life. There isn't? Life. There is not. <laughs> the universe is there. Yeah. And it's magical. It's absolutely wonderful and magical. But if you're not listening to it, and you're not following it, then it's not magical for you. Living the life that you're supposed to live, it takes risks. It takes if you see that you want something, if if you want it bad enough, you will do whatever you need to do to get there. But you have to let go of that fear. You have to let go of the woe is me, put the pity party behind you. We've all been there. I was there before I learned about my abilities. I didn't want to be a pet sitter for the rest of my life, but I didn't right. know I was a psychic. I had no clue. Right. Uh, the universe will bring things to you if you allow it to. But if you're seeing things and pushing it aside, then it can't come in for your life. But maybe so, you needed to be a pet sitter or a dog sitter to better understand your skills, your gifts. And so yes. that was what you needed to be before you could actually live your true passion, your true life's calling, right? you hit the nail right on the head there. And I think that that's what it's like with a lot of people, but people don't realize that. For whatever reason, we want to just go from like no skill to knowing absolutely everything overnight. Well, I think you learn it when you start doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's when everything, that spiritual awakening happens. Yes. That's when it happens is because I know that's what happened for me. I, I, you know, I worked in the field of psychology. I worked in the field of social work. I worked in the field of education. And I thought, well, which one is it? Which one do I need to be on? It was like, I couldn't make a decision. And then I started my business and I had to use all three. And I thought, oh, now it makes sense. Now everything that I've done up to this point makes perfect sense. Because if I didn't have those different experiences, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing now. Yes, that's exactly right. And you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a little story about this, because I think a lot of people, they see that, that something bad happens, and it throws them completely off, whatever it is, sends them into grief or, or depression. So I it was about it was 2006. And I had a dog that was six years old, a chocolate lab, and she seemed perfectly healthy. There didn't seem to be anything wrong with her. Uh, we had blood work done a couple months before this happened with her, and, and she was fine. One night, my ex-husband and I took the dogs out to play, and when we came back, she collapsed. And I had no idea you know, what, what was wrong. Rushed her to emergency. She ended up having a cancer called hemangiosarcoma. 
And that's basically a tumor on the spleen or liver that ruptures and they bleed internally. And so within three hours of showing symptoms, she died. She died on the operating table. Oh, besides my mom. Oh, thank you. Uh, besides my mom passing, that was one of the most horrific things I've been through. It was horrible. I beat myself up so much. Should have known my dog was sick. You know, what if I would have gotten her there sooner? All of these things went through my head. And I lived in misery for it and for a while. And I still, to some extent, have some PTSD about it because I do fear losing my animal suddenly, just like everybody else. Even though I'm, right. I'm a psychic, that's, that's no different. But what that experience has done for me is I'm now able to help people that, ha- that lose their animals this way. And you know what? I probably have one or two people at least a week that come to me whose dogs have died from a meningosarcoma. Interesting. And so I'm able to help them on a level that maybe another animal communicator can't because they haven't been through that. So I believe that those people are attracted to me because I've been through that experience. So that experience did not happen in vain. It happened to help me to help other people. I didn't see that then, just like with my mother. I didn't see that her death was going to bring on what it did because her death changed my life entirely and for the better, actually. But we don't see that at the time. And it's practically impossible. So we just have to trust. We have to trust the universe that they have a plan and that there's a reason why these things are happening and understand that bad things happen to everybody. Bad things happen no matter how spiritually awake you are, no matter how connected you are. They happen to everybody. It's a part of this journey. Yeah, nobody's exempt. Which, you know, I think is fascinating because, you know, people try to separate out through, you know, you know, this person has more money, therefore they should have better resources or better this or better that. But trauma and death and all these things that happen really does not discriminate. <laughs> That's absolutely right. It, it doesn't. It, it hits all of us. And you know what? I truly believe, and this is another message from the universe, is that we're supposed to experience everything. Like in our multiple lives, we're supposed to experience everything, everything. So in this life, the more opportunity we have to experience and to learn, the better we are, really. Wow. That's pretty, yeah, that's profound. Um, so do you have any other stories that you'd like to share before we end our time together today? We have about seven minutes left to the show and just want, want to give you the opportunity to share a couple more stories before we close. Sure. Yeah. sure. Let's see. Um, I'll give a pretty cool story about a sign so that people understand a little bit more about how these signs work. A few years back, my husband and I went to this thing called the magic bus. It was like a day in in Hollywood where, you know, just lots of different things, lots of fun things. Uh, And there was a room at this where it was all covered in white paper. So you could like write on the walls. And there were guys in there that were dressed in white paper, head to toe white paper. So you could draw on them (laughs) as well. So my husband and I grabbed crayons. And I walk over to this shelf and on this shelf is a unicorn and the name Linda. Again, my mom's name was Linda. And I was just blown away. And I, my husband was on the other side of the room and I I told him, come and look at this. And one of the guys dressed in white, he was there. And I said, look, look at, look at this. And I I explained to him, I said, that's my mom's name. And he was like nodding, like, yeah, I know. I know. It's Mm. why I pointed it out to you. I know it's there was just the most wild thing, a unicorn. And her name was in purple and that was her favorite color. So these are the ways 
that like one of the ways that they they get our attention. Um, no. We only have a few minutes. I'm going to give you a really quick story. Okay, that, that's really long. Uh, I grew up not knowing that my father that was, I was told was my father was not actually my father. I found this out because my mother and the universe guided me and other people to who my actual father is. I found out through um, 23andMe and um, one of my relatives that was, we came up with 13% shared DNA. And she was adopted. And so she, we put it together and she actually put the whole thing together. I really honestly, my sister's listening right now. My new sister that I just found eight months ago, she's listening. And I didn't really want this. Like I didn't want to find this, this father because I didn't know what I was going to find, but it was pushed on me. It was pushed. The universe pushed this and and made it happen. And now I know who my father is and I have a, a sister that I have a beautiful relationship with and it's just amazing. And it's, it's a very long story how everything went. Um, <laughs> but the reason that I mentioned it is because this is the type of thing that the universe wants to do for us. It, yeah. They want to help us to put our lives back together the way they're supposed to be. My mother is correcting mistakes that she made is pretty much what she's doing. The wow. mistakes that she made as, an, as a parent She's now fixing them. And that's Wonderful. why she brought this forward for me. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate yes. that. The last question, what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's so many things. So many things. What would um, be your top advice? I think my top advice would be to live for myself. Um, I think we put too much focus on what everybody else around us wants, and we forget what's important for us. And I would have followed my dreams earlier. I wouldn't have worried so much. I would have put more emphasis on joy and happiness instead of spending so many years feeling sorry for myself or like life wasn't perfect because it it wasn't, but I didn't understand. I didn't understand what life is supposed to be. I would love to go back and and wake my 20-year-old self up and go, you don't need these things that people tell you that you need. You don't need right. to sit behind a desk from nine to five. You don't need to go to college. There's some people that that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. But no, not for everyone. For yeah. Yep. You have to live exactly. your path. Well, live Samantha, path. it has been an absolute pleasure uh, having you on the show today. If you'd like to get a hold of Samantha, you can go to her website, Samantha Jones, psychic medium.com. You can also watch her new radio show called Be. I'm sorry, listen to her new radio show called Beyond the Bridge that plays on Wednesdays on voiceamerica.com at 10 a.m. Pacific time right after the show. Um, yeah, starting November, yeah. Starting what, November 14th, you said? I think so, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a Wednesday, yeah. So it's, it's coming soon, so definitely Thanks. check that out. Yeah, and if you'd like to catch her podcast, uh, please tell people what your podcast is called again. It's Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. Excellent. And um, yeah, so if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can go to my website, executivefunctioncoachaz.com. You can email me, you can call me, you can send me texts, whatever uh, you feel you need to do to get in touch with me. Um, you can listen to our podcasts. You can also listen to go watch our YouTube channels. We have many of our shows that we record and you can listen to the show as well as watch the video behind the scenes and if you're interested in our magazine executive function magazine please make sure you go 
um, and, and get yourself uh, a copy of that by subscribing to our magazine at executivefunctioncoachaz.com. And we thank you for listening to the radio show. And without you, this would not be possible. So we look forward to next week. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to Focus on Success. Please join your host, Fazia Costi, for another program next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again, have a great week.